For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday are rambling about those Los Angeles Rams. Ramble on. How are you? Welcome to another edition of Ramblings with Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. I am Doc Holliday. Isaac, what's funny, man? <laughs> you laughing? Man, where, is, where is your energy, man? Get your energy going on, man. Man, it, hey, a, a lot of it was taken at SoFi Stadium today, man. They went back to New York, bro. You know what I'm saying? I got the energy, but man, look, hey, I don't even know what it's. Hey, man, we lost, man. I mean, I know everybody knew know that, but. 23 to 20, man. The Jets coming here 0 13. Us going to the game 9 and 4. Isaac, I don't even really have to go through all of this, man. We could have clinched a playoff berth. But what we do, bro? What we do? Come on, Isaac. This is inexcusable, man. Any other loss, this is inexcusable, dog. What it is is unacceptable, man. You know, I took the liberty of kind of sitting here before this show got started, man, just thinking about some of the other topics we could talk about other than what happened yesterday and what transpired so far, man. Uh, The first one would be, you know, Russell's a choice making his heat debut this week. Uh, Jalen Hurts, he is having a cheesesteak named after him in Philadelphia. Fast and Furious Part 80 is very similar to Clemson versus Alabama Part 80, man. So we could talk about that. We can also talk about this. This this is one we can discuss. How Akeem, the dream Elijah won. (laughs) Your boy Kareem Abdul-Jabbar are shaking their head at Rudy Gobert's contract right now because he got broke off. But here's the thing. (laughs) We're going to be professional in this, Doc, because, I mean, it, you know, you know the, the word that, 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 that's constantly keep, that's being thrown around, you know, looking at this game yesterday, it was, it's humbling, words like uh, uh, disappointment. I'm going to stick with disappointment. And, uh, Don't forget I'm, embarrassing, bro. Embarrassing. embarrassing. Okay. I mean, it's just truly, man, it's just truly just something that should not happen, Doc. It, it shouldn't happen, man. It's... You know, we talk all the time about being a professional, going out, doing your job, making sure you prepare. The preparation is part of being a professional. If you don't prepare to, to, to go out and perform and, uh, you know, take care of your business and execute what's put in front of you, these are the duds that we get, Doc. And, it, and, it, and I'm going to call it truly what it is. It's a dud. It was a dud game for us yesterday, man. And I don't think anybody that's affiliated with the Los Angeles Rams right now are happy. 
man, we shouldn't still be having Doug games at this time of the season. We shouldn't be having Doug games with this on the line where we can clinch a playoff spot when we were first in the division, NFC West. Not only that, we were sitting in third place in the NFC, in the playoff positioning, but now we slide to fifth place. We shouldn't get a dud when we're facing a team that was winless 0-13. We shouldn't get a dud when we go into a ball game 17-point favorites. We shouldn't get a dud when we are at home. We shouldn't get a dud when we have superstars on our squad. We shouldn't get a dud when we're facing a team like Sam Darnold, man, and the Jets and the fans. Actually, not the team, but the fans hoping for the number one draft pick in the NFL draft. We shouldn't get a dud from a team that had basically played like they gave up the week before. But all they do is come to our house, put the beat down on us, bro. Came out from the jump, from the jump. Jumped on our head, stayed on our head, pressed us, and beat us. Bro, we were down 13-3 at halftime, bro. We played like trash at, in the first half. Just 97 yards of offense in the first half. And we're going to talk about Jerry Goff, man, but I'm going to be – see, when you say you're going to be professional, I got you. But, you know, I'm going to be a professional pissed-off dude. I'm going to be a professional talker who talks and says what he really feels. Man, yesterday is just, you know, I don't even really know what to say, man. I mean, how could you come in and lose a game like this, Isaac? I mean, what what happened, bro? I mean, we let's talk about what happened yesterday. What happened, dog? Well, I, I tell you what, the 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 word that's 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 being thrown around is it's a humble it's humbling, humbling. What what is humbling? Let's let's get a definition of that word humble doubt. Let's let's to be honest, let's yeah. let's let's go and get a definition of the word humble. Humble, humility. It's it's defined in you know in worldly terms as you know, being quiet, sitting over in the corner, not really being, you know, not really saying much, timid. But to me, all of those things are really pride based man it, it, it's full of pride it's full of pride and you know pride comes before destruction but here, it, but here's the thing when you're truly humble it takes and it, it has you being prepared i mean i always talk about those five p's man proper preparation prevents piss poor performance so when you when you're when you're <laughs> based and, and and soaked in humility it forces you to prepare for anything that can come up and the thing that came up in front of the Los Angeles Rams yesterday, Sunday, man, was the New York Jets, a team that's, you know, it hasn't won a game, 0-13. You know, they're fighting for the first pick of the draft, looking to get a quarterback or probably invest in a future quarterback that's playing down in Clemson right now. But, you know, when, when you take your focus off of yourself and place it on what a team brings or what their record says they are, that's the first sign of trouble, Doc. So that to me, that that starts to bring in, you know, take you from being humble to being prideful because it's not about what other teams do. It's not about what they have on their roster, who, who's leading the charge over there for them. It's about who you are and what your identity says you are. Because when you're fortified and secure and planted and established in your own identity, Doc, it's going to force change in circumstances, man. And it's going to force change in in, in in our approach to how we go out and play games. We didn't have that yesterday, man. We lost sight of who we are as a team and lost sight of a common goal, which is number one, winning that division and put us behind the eight ball again. And Isaac, great point, man. Our number one defense lost sight of receivers often 
it's a lot of blame to go around, man, from Sean McVay with some sketchy play calling, man, to the player Jerry Goff, to that defense that seemed, that seemed to be out of place on multiple occasions. The number one ranked defense coming in, facing the worst offense in the NFL, and all we do is give up 23 points. Bro, the Jets converted seven first downs, man. Seven. And the big uh, uh, the big first down I want to talk about because we just can't point out one play to say this is why we lost the game. But just this play here, bro. We down 23 to 20 with two minutes, 17 seconds left. Chance to get the ball back. Just got the ball third and six from our 48. We rushed five, bro. Just sent a receiver in motion. Looked like we were in man-to-man. Jalen Ramsey, playing man, he followed that receiver across the formation. The problem is, bro, this what the miscommunication or I don't know if the wrong defense was called or Cass was just confused. Jalen playing man-to-man on the receiver, Isaac, who's went in motion. Guess who followed him, that receiver in motion? I think it was Troy Reader, the middle linebacker. Bro, that's nowhere in the hell – the receiver is your man. The line, the running back is your man. So all you know what happened? They sent him. Troy Rita follows that receiver, man. He covers that receiver. Jalen is behind him. That's his man. All Frank Gore did. Check check blitz. We rush five. He goes to the middle of the field. It, it ain't even a route, man. Middle of the field wide open because that's what Troy Rita was supposed to be. He wasn't there. So all Frank Gordon did was turn around, threw his hands in the air, man, I'm wide open. Throw me the ball, six, seven yards, he gets the first down. John Johnson, the third, tackles him. But not only that, Isaac, not only was he wide open, the tight end was wide open on the other side where you had Troy Hill and John Johnson, the third, who's playing safety. And Troy Hill was even pissed off about it because you see him turn around like, man, what the hell is going on? So not only was Frank Gore wide open, the tight end was wide open on the right side of the field if Sam Darnold would have thrown to him. He probably could have caught it and scored a touchdown. Just straight confusion, but it was like that with our number one defense the entire game, brethren. Well, what's amazing about it is that, you know, you, you allow a check down uh, to, to convert, you know, on a fourth down play, on a play where you could get off the field basically and have an opportunity to get back, go on the field, get your offense back on the field and, and possibly, you know, kick a game time field goal or score a game winning touchdown. You know, you had that opportunity. But, here, but here's what I'll say, Doc. You know, as well as our defense has played all year, uh, the biggest thing, the glaring thing that was missing that is that we have become accustomed to is just takeaways, taking the football away from this team. We didn't take yeah. the ball away. That's part of our, our identity as a defense, our job, get the offense more uh, opportunities. But listen, I'm going to hold, continue to hold my defense up to a very high standard and, and just really, really say they've been playing well all year. You, it, there are times where you get games like this from one aspect of your team your, your special teams may not be what they need to be your offense may not do what they need to do and then when you have a defense that has been playing consecutive weeks so well you get what we may think in our eyes is a is a dud from you know not taking the football away yeah. so we don't take the football away um we shouldn't give it away on offense as, as, as well but 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 here's the thing you you have you have to be that group that unit that's starting to gear up for the postseason run man these things cannot happen, man. You cannot, you cannot blow a coverage. You cannot <laughs> be playing man while someone else is playing zone. Man, all of this is, 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 is due to the preparation, I think, for just solely this week because we've seen the coaching staff from Sean McVay take a team 
from the West Coast flies East Coast, and we play very well consecutive times. Consistently, we've seen that preparation part of it, uh, you know, uh, uh, held up real well. But I'm not sure what happened this week. I'm not sure, you know, what's going on in the locker room, why guys were not lined up where they're supposed to be. But but to give a team like the New York Jets, who are 0-13, any kind of life, man, it's not going to be good for you, Doc. I always say, man, everybody's on scholarship. If you, if you give them an inkling, these guys are competitive just like you. Uh, you know, they're, they're always being interviewed. You never want to give a team like this any kind of life. And when you do, man, this is the results that you get. They gave them life, man. Yeah, they put a defibrillator on them, bro, and brought them right back to life, man. It was just a piss-poor performance from our squad, man. From starting the game slow, even on the, you know, in the second half, we got down by 17 points, 20 to 3, then made, you know, made a little run, you know, but ultimately, man, we didn't do anything, bro. It's just that, you know, like I said, man, it's a lot of people to blame. Uh, Jerry Goff, for one, man, he just didn't just didn't have a, 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 a good game. You brought up a great point. We turned teams over. The Jets didn't have any turnovers. We turned it over once, and you know who did it. Jerry Goff throws a pick. You know, he, he finishes 22 or 34, 209 yards. He threw two touchdowns. He got the pick, got sacked two times. Uh, but we didn't – not only – you know, him not playing well. Look, all right. Man, I don't know what to keep saying about dude, dog. You praise him for two or three weeks, man, then you're going to talk bad. I don't know what to – dog, I, 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 does he need some MK Ultra? Is he under MK Ultra mind control? Well, they just shut him down and he plays like – he because he was tentative. He didn't play with confidence. He made the bad, especially on the pick, man. He threw the ball late and in the middle. The defender just one-handed and snatched it. But I don't, I don't know what to keep saying about dude, man. I, I mean, we got to have him. For Rams for Rams fans, we're like, you know, hey, man, get rid of It's hard to find a quarterback, man, a good quarterback. And we know what he can do or what he's capable of doing because he's taking us to a Super Bowl. But I feel the frustration because I'm frustrated with him, bro. Well, you know, once again, Doc, we talk about Greatness, that that title of being great, man, it comes with consistency. They are tied at the hip. So uh, that's that's what we're asking. We're not asking too much from our quarterback position, especially a a position of leadership where we're expecting, you know, our quarterback to go out and lead us and lead the charge, man. When, when 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 it seems as if it's not going right, he should be the one picking everybody up. It's just his position. It comes with the job. It comes with the territory. And at the same time, Doc, here, here's what I want to see. I want to see I want to see Jared Goff go out and win us a game, man. Yeah. I mean, if he has to throw it 55 times uh, uh, in one game, uh, you know, I want to see him go do that one time. I want to see him have to bring us back. I mean, he got close to doing it when he went head-to-head with, uh, with Mahomes a couple years ago, Monday night. Yeah. But it's, it's about being consistent, man. It's, it, I mean, you look at quarterbacks in the league who are considered elite, they are never out of football games. Mahomes, he's never out of a football game. Drew Brees yesterday, he started 0-5 yesterday. But you, knew, you just knew he was going to come around and, you know, start, you know, throwing dimes, which is what he did. Yeah. You, you look at other guys, man, they're able to keep their teams in it. Uh, by using their arm. That's what quarterbacks are known for. They're known for coming in and keeping drives going and winning some football games. When everything else around you isn't working, you can keep that team alive on that respirator until it starts to click. And, uh, you know, right now we're just not seeing it. Big facts. Jerry Goff, man, I don't know. Man, man, order some consistency off Amazon. Amazon got everything else, man. Order some consistency off Amazon, man. Get your two, three-day delivery. I'll pay for it, man. I, you know, I'll help you out. But 
you know, he's to blame, and we ain't gonna let Sean McVay ass off the hook either. Because as much as we talk about how great of a play caller he is and and tactician and uh, creative mind, he was tripping yesterday, man. First of all, uh, we didn't run the ball but nineteen times. I we there's no reason for us not to run the ball thirty times yesterday. There's no reason for us not to get the running game going. I mean, Cam Akers averaged four yards a carry, which is good. But not only that, man. I, I I've seen some other things. We we got to talk about these last our last possession when we could have kicked the field goal to try to tie it. We get the ball, man. And I, I've seen them written, and I'm gonna talk about it too because I didn't understand it. We got the ball third and four. We got great receivers. You know, you got receivers who can catch the rock and, and get yards out the catch. But third and four, we go a deep pass to Cam Makers. Incomplete. Fourth and four, okay. 55-yard field goal to tie the ball game up. I can see you looking at that like, that's kind of, you know, that's kind of sketchy. 55 yards, that's long. So all we do is throw a deep pass to the tight end, Gerald Everett. Incomplete. That's it. Just get the ball back. I mean, it's over with, man. I mean, it was just play calling like that. It's like the game plan offensively, it didn't have no fluidity and really didn't make any sense because, as I said, we only run the ball 19 times. Jared Goff is not playing well. Why not run the rock? Then those two very questionable plays, those, those are just two questionable play calls throughout the game. Sean McVay, you know, he, he got he to take some blame too, brother. Well, you know what? Uh, I, I, I say this. You know, his track record with me, is, is is sky high right now yeah. because we've been in situations where, you know, he's been a hard cover for, for defenses around the league. I don't think anybody's really figured him out uh, other than that, that, that Super Bowl going against Bill Belichick that one time. Yeah. So, so, you know, I say that to say this, Doc, if it's third and four and we're taking shots down the field, I don't think that's a coaching decision right there. I think that's more of a player's decision. Gotcha. Okay. You know, we talked about we talked about on this podcast a couple weeks ago about the need to take shots down the field because of the safeties creeping into the into the into the film. Yeah. You, you can see the safeties, you know, just, you know, creeping in, but we're going to need to take some shots. But third and four when you have to get a, a first down, third and two when you have to get a first that's not the time to take the shot, doc. Second yeah. and one is the time to take the shot. You know, when you uh, first and ten is the time to take the shot. So you 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 have to put that on the quarterback's decision making at that point. So you 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 find out what what you have on your left or right side. If it's man to man, you got zone on one side. The, the the object of it is to keep the chains moving and get the first down in that situation. Yeah. Especially especially <laughs> when you notice that your defense isn't playing the same way they've been playing all year. So it's all about a, a, a team sport helping each other out picking up the first down, creating your own moment, momentum, doc, creating your own sense of, sense of urgency. When you see things, and, and that's that's part of that leadership, doc, from the quarterback standpoint. You should have the awareness to notice that, okay, my defense isn't playing like they played. Uh, I know we have to take shots, but there's a time and place for everything. When you're third and four, it, it's not the time to take the shot. It's the time to pick up this first down to keep this drive moving, keep this defense on the field so they can, you know, reset their identity and come back and be ball hawks like we've seen all year. It, it, it's a quarterback issue, Doc. That, that, that's a quarterback issue, and I won't, I won't take it off of uh, uh, Jared Goff and put it on Sean McVay, not me. I got you. Hey, now, I'm going to tell you, this is why I put it on Sean McVay. Because, brother, third and four. You take a shot to Cam Makers. Dog, that's a that's a coaching play call. Because if a running back is going deep, 
the coach that made that call, man, because running backs don't – they don't normally run deep routes. So he had to actually call that play. Now, Jerry Goff didn't have to throw it to him. You know, he could have he could have went somewhere else. But if I'm like, okay, that's why I put it on Sean McVay. So, because if Cam Akers is going deep, Coach, you call that play, man. Because running backs, they don't break their – if they go either go on the flat, they're going to do a stop route, they're going to they gonna check down like Frank Gore did. They ain't just going down the field unless that's a play called by the, by the quarterback. That's why I'm putting it on – I mean, by, uh, by the head coach or whoever calling the offensive plays. That's why I'm putting it on McVay. But to your point, it's still on Jerry Goff to make the right decision regardless of what play was called and – should have did something else, man. I don't understand that. I don't understand, you know, how our defense as well uh, just were losing defenders, man. You know, Sam Donald didn't put up good numbers, but we were losing defenders the entire game. And I'm I'm perplexed about that because it's not like the Jets came out with this big elaborate game plan. Adam Gase is a, he, he's a dodo bird. Uh, and they were horrible, but we were, you know, Sam Donald was just hitting wide open dudes, man. I, I, I don't understand it, though. I just don't understand it, brother. It, it's, it's one of those games, Doc. I mean, I, I remember vividly in uh, 2001, uh, you know, we're playing Monday Night Football versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and they're led by Tony Dungy with this great defense, with these great Hall of Fame players, Warren Sapp. You got Brooks on the back end. You got Hardy Nixon, guys, and Simeon Rice. And uh, they, they were known for shutting down not only your running game, but you couldn't pass that much against these guys. And we go down there on Monday night, and we rushed for almost 250 yards against this defense. So that's what I'm saying. You get moments like this where it's, it's such a team sport where you have to pick each other up. And when you notice that your defense isn't playing, you know, lights out like they've been playing all year, man, that's, that's that moment, man. Those are those times where you say, okay, you know, from an offensive standpoint, I'll take the easy one. You know what I mean? You know, from a, from a position standpoint, your quarterback, you say, you know, man, I'm just going to keep this drive going until we wake up. Because, you know, the New York Jets, you know, you're talking about a team that was blown out by the Seattle Seahawks the week before. But the week prior to that, they gave the Las Vegas Raiders all they could handle down to yeah. the very end. So, you know, you got, you got guys that are starting to mesh, and it's a lot of pride in playing this game. They don't want to go 0 and 16. They don't want that. Yeah, they don't want the for real. thrown to them, you know, you know, from, <laughs> a, from a special teams coach. They don't want that, man. Hey, who, who, so, who, who the coach throw that T-shirt to? You still ain't going to tell me. He threw it to my boy. He threw it to I know, my boy. I, I, but, you uh, got to say you know, that. Go ahead. But, man, hey, listen, Doc, you don't want that. They don't want that, and they're going to come out with some similar surprise. You know, I'm, you know, I'm going to text my Frank Gore and say, boy, you're still doing it to the Rams after all these years. But, I mean, it's what it is. They're on scholarship as well, and they got their first victory. Unfortunately, it was versus our, it was versus our Rams, man. I just don't want to see the AFC East, man. That, that's just the fact of the matter, bro. We 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 went undefeated against the NFC East, AFC East, man. We won in three. I mean, it's just something about those squads. The only AFC East team we beat was the Patriots, man. Remember, we lost to Miami, we lost to these dudes, and we lost to Buffalo. But my question is, what now, bro? What now? You know, we got three games left with nine and five. No, it's 14. We got two games left, Seahawks and Cardinals. What, well, now, we went out. We win the division. You know, so we still can do some things. But what now, man? Because I don't even know what the hell they expect from our squad, man. I don't, bro. Well, uh, our goal is still there to win the division and have a home playoff game. You know, in the, in the e- eternal words of, of, of Frank Gans, it's about one snap and clear. You know, we talk about that from week to week. And that's what professionals do. Either you win a game 
or you lose a game, it's about one snap and clear. And be prepared and, and, and don't let this game, you know, you know, you know, kind of go into or linger into what we have to prepare for next week and this week's preparation. So our goals are still there, winning the division. Uh, you know, I think the NFL has done a great job as, as far as putting these division games toward the end of the year. They, I think they started this last year. And these games are meaningful now. I yeah. mean, they're, they're, they're double and meaningful. You have the Cardinals that are looking to, you know, crack into the playoffs. And you have the Seahawks are right there who wants to be the division champs as well. So, you know, they're starting to get healthy up there. We got to face those guys this week. Uh, we missed a perfect opportunity of clinching this week. And and now, what do you have? You got to go out and, and win these next two day, next two games. There's no rest. There, there's no rest as far as you know fighting for a bye because only the you know the number one seed gets a bye this week. So now you have to have that mindset of every game is important from this point on, with the with the Seahawks from the Cardinals and to ever whoever we face in that first round of that playoffs coming up in the next couple of weeks, man. Well, what I like about it, man, is that we've already beaten those teams before this season. We've already beaten Seattle. We've already beaten Arizona, man. But we got to see them again with a lot on the line. And just looking at the games and the teams we've beaten and the teams that we've lost to, man, you know, as I said, we lost to the three – we lost three AFC East teams. We lost to the 49ers, man. So, uh, it, you know, uh, lost to the 49ers twice. So the good thing about it is that, hell, we don't see no AFC East teams in the playoffs. That's a good thing. You know what I'm Hopefully we do. Hopefully. I mean, I, yeah, in the Super Bowl. You're right. You're exactly right. It, it possibly in the Super Bowl, but getting to the Super Bowl, we ain't got to see the AFC East anymore unless we – if we do, as you said, good point, it'll be in the Super Bowl. So uh, two losses to the 49ers, man, uh, three losses to AFC East team. So, you know, Arizona and, and, and Seattle, we know how to beat them. Seattle is next week. Uh I know they're going to, you know, I know, you know, they're professional, man. These dudes, they'd be like, all right, they'll brush it off. But it is embarrassing. It's, they should be pissed off. They should be mad. Uh, they should be all those things. But at the same time, you got to bounce back. And the great thing is, you know, still a lot to play for. And you still, we still can make a run. We know that if this team plays well, it's good enough to beat any team in the NFL. And Absolutely. it's like we, we play down to our competition a lot. So, the next two games and anybody else going forward going to be good games. So hopefully we can be focused and ready to roll. And I think we will, man. It's just getting past yesterday, Sunday's loss to these sorry ass Jets, man. It's just, uh, it's going to be hard to deal with, but I, I expect us to bounce back, brother. And I, I, I know you expect us to do the same. Yeah. We got to create our own sense of urgency, man, and not allow someone else outside of the building to do it, doc, because, you know, it, it, it's what it is right now. These division games have been proven to be so important uh, as far as your positioning and as far as, you know, you making it into the playoffs. So, you know, these two games versus two <laughs> two dynamic quarterbacks. I mean, Kyler Murray, you know, he pulled another one out of his hat yesterday. And, uh, you know, we got to We got to deal with these guys, man. So, you know, the focus has to be on who we are as a team. man. And, and you know, kind of kind of wrapping this thing up, doc. I still would like to see Jared Goff win games for us consistently, man. I mean, uh, with his arm, uh, you know, if he has to, you know, do whatever he has to do to win us a football game when it comes to that situation. When situational football presents itself, uh, as it, when the running game's not working and it is not, it's not as effective as it has been, the defense is not as effective as they have been, I love to see him go out and just throw us to victory, man. I love to see it. I'm waiting on that. I would love to see that too. But the point is, to be honest with you, I don't think he could do it. 
I don't think he can do it right now. Not saying there's not going to come a time when he grows up and gets mentally mature and he can do it. But you're right. If we had to go back and the defense struggling, offense is struggling, and you're like, okay, Jared, it's on you, man. You got to win us this ball game, bro. You got to make clutch throws. You got to make great decisions. We're going to have you throw the ball 50, 55 times, man. We're going to chunk it. You need to get us there. Because great quarterbacks, what? Aaron Rodgers, he, he can do that. Drew Brees, he can do that. Tom Brady has done that. All the great quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes can do that. Russell Wilson can do that. Can you do that? So I don't, the question is, I you know, I would love to see him do it too, but I don't think he can. Not right now, but luckily, hopefully we don't need him to because, you know, our defense, you know, it just it had a letdown, but I don't think he can, man. You know, and I know we say, you know, we got to have a sense of urgency. They got to have a sense of urgency, but how the hell you do that? I mean, you know, people, we know what it means, but how you do that? You know, you got to look in the mirror like, damn, man, I, I, I can't take any plays off. I know, I know that's what I would look at. Like, bro, I got to be ready. I got in practice. I got to be, I got to be keyed in and focused. Special teams, meeting everything. I got to be keyed in and focused. Every play, I can't take a playoff. Urgency, urgency. You can't be like, all right, I'm going to chill this play, man. I, I put it in next series. Uh, It's got to be mental fortitude, man. And that's something that we got to have collectively, bro. Indeed. I mean, offense from an offensive standpoint, I think we have enough talent on our offense uh, and, and enough playmakers on that offense to, you know, you know, set Jared Goff up to if he gets in that position where he has the slinging around the field. You know, we got guys that can catch, run after the catch and do all that they need to do to help us be, you know, one of those offenses where, you know, our defense is struggling. Uh, other areas on the, on, of the team is struggling. He can be that guy, man. We got to throw it 40, 50 times. He can do that. Show me, show me you can do that, man. It, you get in that position. You say how? It, it starts right between the ears, Doc. Yeah. I mean, just, just believing that you can and start talking that talk and walking the walk, man, because, it, you know, teams are in the playoffs, especially in the playoffs, teams are going to take away what you do best, whatever your priority is. And we have made it a priority to run the football this year. So, therefore, it's going to fall and sit right into the lap of our aerial attack and, and, and who's, who's tossing that football around the field. So, that's what most people – uh, from a defensive standpoint, is going to force the Rams to do, and you got to, you got to accept that challenge, man. And that's where it is. That's where it lies. Man, Jerry Goff needs a hype man, bro. That's what he needs. He needs a hype man, man. Like Ali had Drew Bledsoe. Huh? You <laughs> you available? They'll pay you. They got to pay you though. You know what I'm saying? Ali had Drew Bundini Brown, man. Jared Goff needs a he needs a hype, man. Every time he comes off the field, somebody in his ear, look, man, you are beautiful, man. You great. You're a baller, man. You're a Super Bowl champion. You can get us there, man. You cold. You're un. You're unbelievable. You're unbeatable. He needs that, man. He he oh, needs absolutely. to be hypnotized. You know, he needs to be hypnotized, man. You know what I'm saying? I agree with you. I agree with you. You know what? But hearing it, hearing it is one thing. But when it's coming out your 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 your, your own mouth, boom, that's creativity right there. Facts. You know, it's more effective when you start to say it. So I agree with you wholeheartedly, Doc. Well, I agree with us wholeheartedly as well, man, that we need to win these last two ball games, man. I think we can win them. And I haven't, you know, I'm still, you know, feeling pretty good about the season because, you know, we still in it, you know, as right now, you know, we in it. We should, you know, we should make the playoffs and we get in the playoffs tonight. It, it, it's a new ball game. It's a new show. And we've shown the uh, propensity to be able to beat some of the best teams, if not the best teams in the NFL. And we also shown the propensity to play trash, she, 
against some of the trashy teams in the NFL. But in the playoffs, ain't no trashy teams. So, unlike in college football. No, hold on, real quick, man. Dog, get some college football teams going to bowl games, man, with two and three wins, dog. And Navy, nine and two, man, don't get a, doesn't get a bowl invite. Come on, dog. So you said they didn't get an invite or did they forfeit their Brother, job? they didn't get an invite. Dog, they're nine and two and didn't get a bowl invitation. But you got some teams that have only won three games, I think like the Tennessee Vols, and going to the Liberty Bowl. Come on, man. No, don't let Tennessee in, in the Memphis, man. Don't let oh, them come into Memphis. Are they already coming? They playing West Virginia. Check in, man. Make sure they check in. <laughs> I check, them, to check them at the interstate. I check them Absolutely. at the airport. Check them That's at the airport, great. man. Pay your dues, but yeah, man. But anyway, all right. Our Rams, next week, Seattle Seahawks. We'll preview the game. Later this week, God willing. Anything else you want to add, Isaac? Before I get that's out it, here? man. I mean, I mean, Doc, it's it's important, man. It's this. You just can't say this is important. You just can't say that. Okay, I'm going to change. I mean, you have to have action to you know really follow what you're talking about, man. And as far as you know, creating your own sense of urgency, man, it starts right in the locker room. It starts in the, in the cafeteria. It starts in the weight room where you're preparing to go out and play a team that wants to beat you, man. I mean, so. It, you know, I, I'm disappointed from 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 the game they played yesterday, man. I, I wasn't happy at all. So we move on one snap and clear, and let's move on to Seattle. I know, I know you weren't happy, man. Especially how we started. You like, look, I'm gonna be professional. Yeah, that's good. I mean, but, but good episode, man. Great points, man. Y'all listen to the Pro Football and the Rams. Isaac said he'll be a hype man, man. I don't know how much he'll charge, but if you're hearing it here, I need my percentage, you know, 10%. You know, work, holler at me, you know. <laughs> no, don't cut the middleman out. Give me a little percentage of that like an agent does. But anyway, that's going to do it for this edition of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. Until later this week, we are out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.